This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash design by Dunbar. Yo, it's your boy, the top talent, Christian Casanova, and you're listening to the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. <laughs> Christian, bro, what is going on, man? How are you today? Yo. Justin, what's up, buddy? I'm good, man. That's good to hear, man. Um, I'm glad we were finally able to make this happen. Uh, I've been trying to get you on for a while, and I'm glad our uh, schedule is finally linked up. Likewise, bro. I apologize about that wait. Nah, don't worry about it, bro. You were doing your thing. I was doing my thing. Uh, I got you on now, so we're all good. We're good, man. Let's get it. <laughs> so what have you been up to, bro, during this uh, this whole quarantine craziness, madness? Right. No, dude, I've been good. Um, the beginning of it was so chill. I mean, I just enjoyed having free time and, you know, not running around doing a busy schedule. But after a while, like, I started to get restless. And, you know, I wanted to get back in the ring and just get back to training. But, you know, there was nowhere to train just because everything with COVID, you know, they had to close the schools down. So I, I wasn't in a ring for, like, three months. But got back in the ring and then had my first match back. Um the end of july and then just had my second match back uh less than a week ago on sunday yeah it's crazy we're definitely going to be talking about those matches soon uh but like it's crazy the amount of time um we were we were off during this whole thing we really i really looked at it more as a positive than a negative you know i felt like it was like a big it was like a huge eye-opener for a lot of people you know like okay this sucks this is happening but let me do this let me do that Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, what have you been, like, doing during that time? You know, have you been working out? Have you been a big couch potato? No. Um, uh, you know what? I can't even lie. Like, the first couple of weeks, I was like, oh, my God, I don't have to I don't have to eat right. I don't have to, <laughs> you know, I have no obligations as far as, like, anything physical, you know, just because, like, when you have to be ready for a match each week, you know, my diet changes towards the end of the week. So, I'll, you know, I'll... I'll have my matches on the weekend, and then Sunday into Monday, I'll eat whatever I want until about Wednesday, and then Wednesday, I'll start cleaning it up, just because it's a it's a feeling thing, you know, I don't want to feel, also, it's a look thing, but I don't want to feel heavy, um, but yeah, no, I went off, dude, like, I was eating pizza all the time, I was drinking <laughs> soda, um, dude, I was just living my best life, um, but you know what, I miss the discipline of, like, the routine of eating right and training right. And, you know, just staying on top of my game. But, yeah, but really, you know, it's just I've just been fluctuating because I haven't had much to prepare for. But now I'm right back on track this last month and just getting everything right back to where it was before. I'm really excited to see your your wrestling career take off again. Uh, last time I saw you, bro, was at Thank Northeast you. Wrestling in March. And that's a long time for me. You know I go to Northeast Wrestling shows yeah, all the time. Me too. And it's, you know, like, I see you all the time in March, and it's like, I haven't been to a show since March, and I'm like, I need to go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, and I know you were... to go. No, there isn't. Like, you know, there. I know there's shows up in... Yeah, nothing. I know there's shows up in, like, Jersey, Atlantic City, but I'm not... That's too far, bro. It's too far for me, especially for one day. I hear you. You know? I Um, hear you. Have you been keeping up with, like, the product, uh, either WWE or any other promotion? 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm still up to date on everything just because like I have so many friends and all the promotions really. Um, but I, I like what AEW is doing right now. Like they got, you know, they got me hooked on to what they're doing and, and WWE stepping it up, doing like the whole Thunderdome thing. I think that's a cool visual. Um, and you know, they got the guys down at NXT, which has always been a good product. So yeah, no, I'm still, you know, I'm still a fan. I'm still keeping up. I was really happy when WWE announced that they were going to be moving their Monday night and Friday night product to an arena instead of having it at the PC. I'll be honest, I have not been keeping up since March, but it started back up when I heard they're going to be moving <laughs> to an arena. I don't know. I just I just couldn't watch a three hour Monday night Raw and you know while it was oh, hell yeah, at the PC, no, it was hard. Especially yeah. when there was no no quote unquote fans before they put the wrestlers out there, it was so boring. Yeah, so yeah, no, boring. I mean, I, from my standpoint as like a wrestler, I feel like I appreciated what they were having to do, you know, because that's not easy. Like taking those, you know, getting your your ass kicked and and no crowd or nobody really giving you that adrenaline that sucks, man. And, and hitting the mat as many times as these guys are doing it um, with no crowd. Or just, I don't know, I really can't even put it into words. But from a wrestler standpoint, I felt for them. And I respected what they had to do. A lot of fans would say, like, oh, that was boring. I don't like it because there's no fans. But, <laughs> shoot, imagine being the guys in the ring, how they felt. Shit, now I feel like an asshole. Fuck. No, no, no. <laughs> but, like, it's two ways to that. You know what I mean? You wouldn't look at it like that. But somebody like me, that's not how I looked at it. Yeah, but you know, definitely as a fan though, I appreciate what WWE has been and what it, and what they're doing for us. It's a tough time right now, and they're 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 trying they're trying to put smiles on our faces every week. And you know, exactly. you know, kudos to them for for doing so. Definitely. Did you watch exactly. Yeah. Did you watch SummerSlam? Uh, yeah. Actually, I caught the um, what match did I see? I, I saw a couple of matches. I didn't see. The, I didn't catch the beginning, but. I, um, I, man, I got to give props to Dominic Mysterio. He's killing it, man. He's pretty good, man. He's, he's doing it. He's, first match, he did pretty good. Yeah, he did, he did really good. You know, same thing with, um, Pat McAfee and, uh, in NXT. He did. Yeah, I heard he, yeah, excellent. He a good match. Yeah, he, he did. He, what was that? No, you said he, he did excellent. No, yeah, he did great. Um, from what I heard, um, they didn't plan much of it, but it was just like, on the spot, like both Adam Cole and him are calling the spots during the match. Really, Adam Cole's so good though. Like you know, you probably can't have a bad. That's what I thought with like Seth Rollins. Like you can't have a bad match with Seth Rollins. Same thing with probably Adam Cole. Like you can't have a bad match with these guys. Yeah, no, it's for so, sure. Like, if there was going to be anybody you were going to get in there with for your first or second match, like it's those guys, really. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. You know, Dominic made, I mean, Seth made Dominic look really good in that ring. They did their thing. Right. Adam Cole made him, made Pat look like a million bucks in that ring. They, kudos to, you know, all four of those guys. You know, so let's talk about you, bro. Let's talk about Christian Casanova, man. How did Christian Casanova really become the top talent? Um, hmm, okay, yeah. It's always funny when people ask, like, the question, though, like, going all the way back. <laughs> Um, the top talent, that whole thing came up when I turned in, I turned heel. I was doing that. You probably remember because you've been following me for a while. But yeah. I've been do, I was doing that Michael Jackson gimmick for a little while just to get my feet wet. Um, and eventually at Chaotic Wrestling, they told me I had to turn heel. So, you know, I had to come up with like a different persona. And, you know, I just wanted to be like a cocky asshole. I wanted to be like, 
you know, like kind of like what everybody hates in just in general in in the real world and in wrestling. Just you know, just cocky, like you know, just because I had abs and I was being flashy and all that. So then I started calling myself the top talent, just kind of as a you know, like a moniker. Really, wasn't even not that I believed that was the top talent. I just was <laughs> talking shit. Um, but uh, yeah, so then I started doing that, and then I just started rocking with it, and then. It's almost like if you call yourself something and you, you know, eventually start to live up to it, then then people will believe it, too. So that's part of the reason why I still to this day try to stick with the top talent, because, you know, I feel like I live up to that. When you be when you started doing the top talent, did you like turn heel when you found out you had to turn heel? What was like your thought process? Um, I was a little nervous just because I had to completely reinvent myself and there was so many people who were like you gotta drop this you gotta drop that and then there was other people who were like if it's not broke don't fix it so <laughs> true it was just like a real you know it was just like a real difficult thing for me to, to figure out because at that point I was like 20 years old 21 maybe and I was trying to figure out who I was as a person you know what I mean I didn't know who the hell I was going to be as a character so I mean, eventually, as the years went on, my confidence, you know, started to grow as I was being put in bigger situations and bigger matches. And, and I just, you know, then I started believing that I was a top talent. And once I started believing I was a top talent, then it really started taking off for me. I really can't put into words, man. Like, that top talent gimmick in your in your... Your character now is like insane. You're you're doing your thing, bro. I'm I'm really like really happy for you because yeah, you know I've been following your career for a while and it's crazy to see what you were doing then into you into who you are now. Yo, I think the same thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like I said, I can only imagine how you feel. Like it's kind of like surreal. Right. Yeah, I've been doing the top talent thing longer than anything, though, longer than I was doing the other stuff. So this comes more natural to me, obviously. But like now I'm, I know who I am as a person. I know who I am as a performer. You know, I know who I am as an athlete, as a wrestler. So it really just ties all into one. And that's who I am. And that's I'm the top talent. So that's kind of where that comes from. The top talent. Exactly. It's so easy to. You know, <laughs> growing up as a young Casanova, uh, who were some who were some wrestlers you look up to? Uh, look up to. So I grew up during like the ruthless aggression era. Like I caught the tail end of the attitude era. Obviously, like, you know, I didn't understand what was going on completely. But I remember being a fan fan during the ruthless aggression era. So that was like Smackdown. Like I saw Smackdown before I even saw Raw. Um, so like you got to go Eddie Guerrero, um, Rey Mysterio, Edge, The Undertaker, Kurt Angle, um, really all of those guys. And then when I started watching Raw, it was like Triple H, Kane, um, even like Flair, you know, I'm just naming guys now, but like all those guys, you know, yeah, I look back at that, that roster, dude, like that roster was stacked, like who, who's not good on that during that time period. Even like Cena, I forgot about Cena. He was another guy, you know. I was gonna say you can't forget Cena, man. I, I feel like right, right. I feel like a lot of people within the age of like twenty six, twenty seven, like because right, you're around my age, right? You're like what twenty five, twenty six. Right. Yeah, just, so just turned twenty six. Yeah, yeah. So same here. So I started watching around oh six, oh five, and I feel yeah. like that yeah. that's an important year for us. Like you know, around the time when that's John Cena. That's all John Cena. I, I, exactly, that you 2005, know. 2005, 2006 era, all Cena, yeah. Yeah, see, the 05, 06, you had the, uh, the rivalry with, uh, you can't forget about the rivalry with Edge and Cena leading up to, you know, every oh, single yeah. pay-per-view. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, like, I was even a little bit before that. Like, I caught on late 2002. Oh, remember, damn, all right. Oh, yeah, bro, I was, like, I was a fanboy. Because, um, <laughs> like, it was in, you know, I was in elementary school, and I remember having, like, one or two friends that watched wrestling, and we would, like, you know, freaking talk about it like it was real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, that's when I started. So, like, that whole shit with, like, Cena and Edge, I was kind of starting to get a little bit hip to it, to what wrestling was, but, um, but yeah, no, I was still sucked into that. That's when I started to hate Edge. And I remember thinking, like, I used to love Edge. And he got injured and came back. And I was like, F him. Like, I hate this guy. But Same here, bro. No. Same yeah. here. He was doing his job right. He was doing his job right. You know, I remember I was talking to someone yesterday. I said, man, you remember that time when Edge went into Cena's dad's house and slapped him in the face? Like, yo, what? Like, yo, oh, savage. Savage. Like, fuck yeah. that guy. You yeah. know, but... And then you look again, like, you know, 10 years later, you're like, damn, you're like, he was good. Got me. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, exactly, yeah. yo. Shit, great times, man. Like, they don't do wrestling like that. They do. Man, it's crazy. Um, But, like, when you started training, well, what really made you start training to become a wrestler? Um, The story that I always tell is uh, it's pretty much how it happened was when I got into high school, you know, I was completely out of wrestling. Like, it was like, oh, eight, oh, nine. So, like. I don't even think wrestling was as big as it is even today or as it was before. I feel like they, I mean, maybe it was just me, but it was going through a weird period, like a, a down, a downfall a little bit. Um, but I, you know, and plus when you get to high school, bro, like you're more worried about like girls and yes, doing yep. all this other stuff. <laughs> and, you know, like, so I wasn't worried about pro wrestling. And then when I graduated high school, obviously like I dabbled in and out. Like I just was like, oh, cool. The Rock came back. Oh, cool. This happened. Oh, cool. This happened. But, you know, I wasn't a fan. Um, when I got out of high school, my, my buddy who I was friends with when I was a kid was like, Hey, look, we should go try out at the, um, at a fantasy camp that they have. And I'm like, Oh dude, that sounds fun. I'm like, you know, it sounds fun. Like it was going to be like a one-time thing. (laughs) And, um, and then I, you know, I actually trained for it. Like I made sure I was like on point for it because I've always played sports. So like that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a problem. Um, but when I showed up, you know, it, it came so easy and I was like, wow, like, I miss this like you know this is fun like I this was you know when I was a kid I was obsessed with that and um Johnny Vegas was like hey listen you got potential uh, you should sign up blah 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 and then I you know a couple weeks later I just signed up and I never stopped damn this had to be what like 2012 2013 uh 2013 into 2014 yeah damn look at you now bro you're 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 killing it it's been a minute, though. <laughs> you, stepping into the ring for the first time, it, it must have been kind so of surreal. Cool. So cool. I went to, um, when I was younger, I used to go to little indie shows that would come into my town. And um, one time I helped out at one of the indie shows. And, like, just so I didn't have to pay the $10. Because, you know, when you're 8 years old, 9 years old, you don't got $10. <laughs> so I helped, like, set up chairs. They let me do that for NECW. It's a local promotion in Mass. Um, and I, yeah, helped set up chairs and they let me in. But I remember at the end of the night, some, there was like wrist tape in the ring or something like that. And like, someone told me like, yeah, go grab it. I was like, what? I was like, I can go into the ring. I remember sliding into the ring and I'll never forget this moment. It's so funny. We're talking about it. I remember sliding into the ring and that was the first time I really was ever in the ring. And I just remember looking around like, yo, I want to hit these ropes, jump off the turnbuckle, like, oh, this is so cool. And that was like, and that's lit a spark in me. I remember being a kid 
thinking like, yo, I'm I'm gonna do this when I grow up. I always had that feeling when I was a kid. Always. <laughs> That's awesome, especially at that young of an age. Um. Oh, dude, I knew when I was like seven or eight that this is what I wanted to do for real. That's a wow, like, but man, when I was like eight or nine, I wanted to be a baseball player. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know how that goes. Like, you want to be everything when you're a kid. Like, you know. Never in my life, at nine years old, what I think I, you know, I'm doing what I do now is uh, I'm a preschool teacher. I never in a million years I thought nice. I'd be doing that. Yeah, it's it's a fun job. It's yeah, a it's, great career, giving back. Oh, 100%, dude. It, yo, the kids nowadays, though, they know too much for their age. Oh, I'm sure. Especially at four or five years old, man, they're savage. They, they're mean. They, they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're not nice. <laughs> you said they're not nice. Yeah, they're not nice, dude. <laughs> they're not nice. But <laughs> that's, that's another story to tell another time. Um, right. You know, when you were training, uh, how long did it take you to get booked as, um, after you were done training? Um... So I trained for, I think, about four or five months. I broke my hand. Oof. I was out for a month and a half. Yeah, it sucked. I broke, like, a bone right in, like, my middle finger in two places Oof. by accident. Yeah, it sucked. And then um, the day I got my cast off, I went back to training just because I was so, like, focused on just wanting to get to that point. I just wanted to have a match already. And then um, two months after, so I was, like, seven or eight months in when I got my first match. Seven to eight months. Wow. Yeah, I always hear like, you know, a year or like, you know, a year and a half. Seven to eight months. That's a right. so short time frame. Were you were you nervous for your first time? Ah, geez, I'm I'm trying to think back. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I was nervous, but I'm I'm trying to think if like I was more excited or mm-hmm. if I was more nervous. Because I was very excited. I do remember that. Um uh, yeah, I was nervous, of course, but like I think like I was really excited though. I, I just wanted to do it already. I was like, finally, <laughs> even though eight months is, I guess you're right, it is pretty quick. Yeah. But to me at that time, I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to get in the ring. I need to feel like this is gonna pay off because when you're training and you're killing your body for eight months with no payoff, you know, I see guys train for like two years and they don't have a first match. I'm like, good for you for sticking with it. Yeah. So, like, seriously. You, know, you you start to get discouraged really quickly. You know, your body is feeling like shit and you haven't even had a match. You don't even know what it feels like to go through the curtain and, and get a reaction. And that doesn't come for a while, too, because, you know, when you're new, you know, nobody knows who you are. So you're not really getting any positive or negative reaction. You're really getting no reaction. Yeah, they're just looking at you it's like... It's actually different now. Yeah. Oh, it's it, a lot different now. Especially with the world of social media. It's, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Guys are popping off in, like, three months. Like, guys... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, nuts. Your yeah, first time, freaking too lit now. I, I know it's, it's crazy. What was your first match like? Do you remember your first match? Yeah, dude. Um, I was a heel, and I was like freaking looking back. I was like so skinny, I was, like, <laughs> and I like I was kind of still kind of ripped, but I was so small. Um, and I was a heel, and I remember trying to you know just make sure I didn't screw anything up. And I didn't know how to be a heel, so that was that was one thing. But I, I watched it back like a year or two ago for the first time, and it wasn't that bad. But I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd hate it. You know, but <laughs> it, I don't think it was that bad. I, I think it was okay. You need to give everybody high fives, right? Like, cause that's like the number one no, thing you no, can't no. do as a heel. 
Okay, um, good. Dude, I did the whole, I tried to do, I mean, I still stuck to that to this day. Like, well, not this day, but when I was working heel, um, do that little handshake thing and pull it back. Yeah. You know, but they weren't biting. I remember that. <laughs> they were like, dude, who are you? <laughs> they were talking so much shit to me, though. I remember that. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, You know, we... We have a lot of people who were excited to know that you were going to be on my podcast. I announced it last night um, as the time was, um, as I announced it. We have some questions. We have a question from Dan. Okay. He wants to know, what was your favorite moment in Chaotic Wrestling? Uh, favorite moment? Uh, favorite moment? I, any of the stuff I did with the culture season, any of that stuff was probably my favorite moments. I had a lot of cool moments there. I mean, even winning the heavyweight title was, you know, up there in one of my favorite moments but i had a lot of good growing moments there like i gotta credit chaotic a lot just because like i use that promotion to you know just really learn how to do the the little things really well you know they you know with promos you know they're the first people that really gave me the opportunity to do like live promos um and then backstage promos and and just you know just my work rate and get my work rate up and and the fans you know they accept you because you come from that school and you come from as a student and i've done everything there like i've started from the bottom and i literally worked my way up and down and up and down more times than probably anybody there but you know obviously i have the title now still so you know i ended up on top but yeah my favorite moment really has to be anything i do with the with the culture season stuff that was you know those are good times we will be here for hours if we were to name every single promotion you wrestle for because you wrestle for quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I really want to know, you know, how, how was Chaotic um, brought to you? How was the opportunity brought to you? So when you train at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, you go straight to Chaotic when you're ready. So that was like their school. I don't know. Did you know that? Or? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. So everyone who trains there, pretty much once you're all set to go, you, you pretty much have a spot. But I remember, like, back then it was a little different because, like, they didn't want to book the Michael Jackson gimmick. So, like, I had gotten, like, one or two things, but they didn't want to really touch me. And, and I remember being so, I mean, I was new, but at the same time I was like, wow, like, what the hell? Like, they don't want to use me. Like, I'm good. I, I swear I'm good. I remember being left off of one of the Cold Furies, which is their big show, and I was, like, really, I had, like, a chip on my shoulder. So what I did was I went out and I worked, you know, like, the lower level, shows and i remember i killed it at all of these lower level shows to the point where like you know you guys can't deny me it's really been the story of my career but i'm like y'all can't deny me and then eventually they brought me in a little bit as the michael jackson stuff and then i when i really popped off for me was when i let go of that and turned into the top talent love it my first time going to a chaotic show was last summer I forgot what show it was, but I know you were defending. You weren't defending your title, I don't think. Uh, it was uh, AG's wedding or something, and you lost. Oh, I lost the belt. Yeah. 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 I remember when you won the title. I was so pissed because I wasn't there. And then, of course, I go to the oh, first yeah. show, and you lose. I'm like, what the? F-? But, you know, I was happy for AG, of course. Because you came. Because I, I was supposed to wrestle Carlito that day. Yeah. That night. Supposed yeah. to wrestle Carlito. I didn't make his flight. Yeah. it's crazy how things like change on the fly like what was like the yeah. quickest thing that you had to change what in that night or no it's like anytime like that Just night was yeah in general uh man i don't 
don't know. It's happened to me so many times. Like, I'm just very, I'm go with the flow. You know, I really, nothing's going to phase me, you know, as far as, like, last minute things. Like, I'm very, you know, confident in whatever situation I'm put in. So, you know, whenever it does happen, I don't even think twice. It's like, all right, we're just moving. We're going to move this way now. Because that's, you know, that's what they prepare you for. Because that's how the wrestling business is. Happens to guys in WWE all the time. Yeah, for sure. You know, I feel like that's like a very generic question. Like, come on, Justin, you no, should know no, this, bro. Let's go. I, I, no, no, it wasn't. But like, it's hard for me to give you a, a straightforward answer because it's happened to me multiple times, you know, and it's part of the business. You know, you just have to roll with the punches and, and you know. Yeah, and I give so much credit to, you know, wrestlers who, who are able to do that because I want to be able to do that. Um, I freak out when something's happening Something's happening at work. And, like, today my boss came in and was like, Justin, if you get an alert on your phone, take all the kids to the basement. I'm like, take them now or what do I do? What do I do? She's like, just, if you get an alert on your phone, take them, take them to downstairs. You'll be okay. Everybody's different, though. Everybody's different. Like, I'm sure if you ask somebody else, they'd tell you something different. But I know me, I'm very... You know, kind of cool, collected, and you know, I'm not gonna, I don't freak out about nothing. I'm pretty much ready for whatever. So, I mean, I wish I could be like that, but like you said, we're all different. It's who we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Another question. This is obviously probably like the most common question you probably get, especially nowadays. Would you rather compete in WWE or AEW? So, I'm not gonna pick one just because I'd rather compete in both. You know, like, how can you pick one? Yeah, exactly. I will say that I do like everything that AEW is doing right now. I'll say that. Dude, they're killing it, man. They're they're doing so good. It's, yeah, I'm a fan. It's very crazy. Uh, it's just nuts. Um, NXT is, like we said, is doing very good, too. But AEW is, like, kind of taking it to, like, another level. Yeah, they have a lot of, they have a lot of qualities that, that I, you know, as a wrestling fan and as a you know wrestler myself appreciate and enjoy so yeah. yeah for sure you know you everyone knows who the top talent is everyone knows what the top talent's all about when you got when you first started wrestling at NEW that must have been a pretty cool experience like how is NEW brought upon you that that was another thing too where they didn't really want to touch the Michael Jackson gimmick um so, you know, they gave me, like, a, a spot here, a spot there. At that time, it was, I mean, even still now, obviously, but, like, at that time, it was, like, a big deal, you know, because if you look at the guys that were working there, like, the Dijaks, the Keith Lees, like, they had freaking everybody, you know, like, all the top guys, all the top names were working there. Everybody, you know, that, that was in Ring of Honor and that eventually went to WWE went through there. Um, so I remember when I first started there, I almost felt like I didn't belong. Like, I felt like, you know, the, the bottom of the barrel, and, you know, it just took a couple of years and then I really worked my way up and, you know, I just made the most of the opportunities that I got. Like, I felt like I never had a bad match there. Like, I felt like the pressure was on every single time. And that's one thing I'll credit to NEW is that they made me feel like I had to earn my spot every single time that I got in the ring, even until up until like my last match there with Delirious. And you fucking did, bro. Like I, I was Thank marking you. out when you when I saw that you were announced. I don't even think you were announced the first time. Like you just came out. I was like, I know this guy. Shit, I know, I know Casanova. Yo, let's go. I was, I was pumped. I was so pumped to see you because I knew you wrestled up in Mass a lot. And um, I don't know if you come to Connecticut a lot, 
But I was just really excited to yeah. see Casanova finally. So it's cool, it's crazy. Thank you. It's, it's crazy. Thank you. No problem, man. Um, one one another question from Joe. You know Joe, sure. NEW NEW sign guy. He wants to know. Yeah. A, a lot of matches. A lot of matches. People don't talk about is uh your match against Keith Youngblood at Autumn Ambush last year. What was that yeah, like? Man. You know, what were your thoughts on it? I love that match. Um, I just watched that match like a couple of weeks ago and. Dude, Keith Youngblood is so underrated. I really wish that kid could get more work, um, just because like he, you know, he looks good. His work is really good. Um, you know, when he's in there with the right people, he's just he can knocks it out of the park. So, I mean, dude, I love that match. I felt like that we told a great little story in that match. Um, I think there was a, I think it was for the number one contendership or something for the title. I think it was like it, there was like a stipulation or something. Um, but we told a great little story for that match. And I mean, him and I are both athletic. So like we did some pretty cool shit. Um, yeah, Keith Youngblood, like I give a lot of praise to that dude. I think he's great. When you go to Northeast wrestling, especially for the nerds who are listening right now, definitely go check out a Northeast wrestling show. It, I promise you it is worth it. Like it's insane. They such a good promotion. I love it to death. I cannot wait to go to another show. And I, I, I just can't wait, bro. I I can only imagine how the wrestlers feel. Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys you guys have a lot of pressure, man. You guys better bring your A game yeah. when we finally start going back up there. That's everywhere though, when you get to a certain point. You know, every match is a big pressure match. Like, you know what that this last year that's been pretty much my whole you know, you know, last year has been big pressure matches where you cannot fuck up. Like, there's no way, you know, you because everyone's watching and everyone's expecting something of you, and you, you really have to bring it all the time. But you know what? That's how I like it because then I perform the best. Exactly, and a lot of people are looking up to you, man. You're the first any any W live champion. Like, you yeah, got yeah, got a lot of riding on you there too. That's so cool. I can only imagine, like, what your thought process was after that referee went down for the three count and that bell rung. Like, you must have felt kind of like, holy shit, like, I just won. Uh, it's crazy because things like that don't hit you until after, you know, like, because sometimes you get so focused and caught up into what you're doing in the moment. You know, I, like, the one thing that I've tried to do this past year is, like, live in the moment a little bit better. Because, like, there's been so many cool fucking things that I've done that I didn't take the time to just, like, sit in the moment and be like, wow, this is really cool. Like, I remember when I was sitting in the back with the title. Actually, you know what? That's a lie. When I got home with the title, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I got this nice brand new title. Nobody's had this title. And pretty much everybody, you know, if you look at the guys who I've defended this title against, they're all really, like, top guys. Yeah. You know, no, no no, scrubs get a chance at this title. And, <laughs> and I, take that, I, take pride, I take a lot of pride in that, you know, being the guy to hold that title and, and you know, challenge anybody, you know, who, who's, I guess, I don't want to say qualified or whatever. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you wrestled Richard Holiday, Flip Gordon. Like, Flip Gordon. Wrestling Delirious, man. That must have been unreal. Yeah, that was cool. I, I met I met him years ago when I did a uh, tryout for ROH when I was brand new. And, you know, I just, it's been so many years. And, like, he remembered who I was and, you know, we were really cool and everything. But, yeah, that was a that was a match that I felt like I had to knock it out the park because I might, you know, this might be a potential job interview. If you really look at it like that, Justin, like, that's a job, man. Shit. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I can't fuck up. You know, I got to kill it. 
which is my mentality always, but especially there, I'm like, geez, I'm working, you know, I, I mean, he wasn't the, I, I know he still had a lot of ties with, you know, Ring of Honor management. I don't, you know, necessarily think he was the head booker at that time, but he has a lot of say. So I knew if I killed it and knocked it out the park with him and, you know, everybody was happy that, you know, that's a potential job right there. So <laughs> there was a lot of pressure on me, on is, myself. You know, is there going to be a second... Myself. Is there going to be a second interview, you know, like anytime soon? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, with, um, who, with Delirious or with... Any ROH guy. Uh, probably, yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, I was booked for Ring of Honor in April, and then obviously everything happened with COVID, and I haven't even said anything about that, so you're probably the first one to hear that. Oh, shit. Ring of Honor, yeah, they, they booked me and they had me ready to go, um, in April in New York. I was going to debut, but obviously, you know, I wasn't signed yet you know i don't know you know i'm not really sure kind of what's happening now but you know they had given me a date and i was going to be there and yeah it's probably gonna things are probably gonna happen after that but you know it's covid shit damn man you got this afterwards though like i i definitely see you getting signed to roh like 100 percent, man like that's that's me i mean i'm keeping my options open yeah, hey, you know what? I, it's whatever works best for you, right? Right, right, right. No, back in July, when you first started wrestling, man, you wrestled a name, a guy named Blake Christian. What? Well, Christian Blake, whatever his name. I think. Oh, Jesus Christ! Now I feel stupid if I mess up his name. Uh, excellent match, bro. That was the first time stepping into the Thank ring. You. Yeah, since March. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Like you look like you've been doing it. Since March, like, you did not miss a Thank step. You. What was that like, wrestling yeah, no, up there? Um, I mean, I'm a hard critic on myself. I really am. Uh, just because, like, I look back at where I was in March when I was wrestling freaking three to three to four times a week, training consistently. You know, I, I really was, like, at the top, top, top of my game. Like, nobody could freaking touch me. I was so confident. And I remember going into that match with um, with Blake and knowing that this kid has like already freaking 10 matches under his belt and you know he's really hot right now and a lot of people are buzzing on him so you know i just felt like going into that match like i had to bring it i had to like be on another level like i couldn't be less than what people would expect from me if that makes sense yep um so that match i remember actually being pretty nervous for that not because i was nervous that i couldn't hang with him or or anything i just wanted to make sure i was like the best version of myself just because as you know i'm perfectionist like when you care about something you're passionate about something you want to be the best you can be at it so that match was a little bit stressful for me just because i wanted to make sure i was you know top top talent like i, I say i am but if you said you liked it and a lot of people you got a lot of good praise so i'm not gonna you know down play it but yeah I'm, I'm happy that people liked it yeah dude i loved it i feel absolutely stupid i just cool. messed up his name i got it right blake christian yeah excellent yeah, match yeah. man excellent match Thank blake you. blake if you're listening bro i'm sorry but i got it right the first time so <laughs> no like i definitely do want to see you guys go at it again maybe at new yeah no i actually hope we can too just because i feel like i owe him a better version of myself just because dude it was like 100 degrees outside it was my first match back you know like it was really it wasn't my best performance but i know like the potential that we have that we can you know create would be bananas 
<laughs> bananas, man. And everybody was wearing masks, like, outside. That must have been kind of weird, too, to see. Yeah, well, I feel for them more than anything. Like, how are you going to make noise with a mask on if people are still making noise, cheering and doing all that? So I give them just as much credit because they're sitting out there for two or three hours because there's multiple shows in that day and they're sitting out there in freaking 100 degrees with their masks on you know cheering for us and, and showing up like some of these people drove from freaking massachusetts to like six hours in atlantic city to show love so i definitely you know appreciate all those people even more honestly man if i had the opportunity to go and if someone was willing to drive up there i would have went and i'm from connecticut so Jersey is yeah. like a four-hour drive from here, especially Atlantic City. Oh, okay. I definitely want right. to go to that show. I saw everyone that was booked. I'm like, fuck. I'm so mad yeah, I can't it see it. It was a fire card. Fire card, bro. Is that it? But yeah, you guys well, all killed it. Everybody killed it at that show. Well, at least you got to watch. So, you know, it was on IWTV, so. Yeah, I had to figure out my. Easier for a lot of people. <laughs> I had to figure out my account information. I'm like, I know I have IWTV. I forgot my shit, but I got it working, and I saw the match. I saw the show. Great, great time, great show. And GCW killed it that next night oh, or the yeah, following dude, day. They're, they're on fire right now. GCW is really hot. It's insane. They just had a show, too. Didn't you just wrestle for them? Uh, no. So they do the back-to-back shows. Um, so, like, Beyond was at, you know, 1 o'clock, and then they were at, I think it was, like, 3. No, they were at, like, 5 o'clock. You're right, you're right. See, yeah, shit, man. Why am I forgetting that? Like, yes, Beyond, you wrestled uh, you wrestled Myron Reed and Jordan Oliver in a tag team match with yeah. uh, Steels. That's awesome. Jordan, Jordan's killing it, man. Jordan Oliver, dude. Yeah, he's, Jordan's good, man. He's, holy shit, Both dude. Those guys, like, those guys are freaking great. How was that, that moment, like, that opportunity brought to you? Was it like, did they ask you, or was it just like, hey, you're wrestling them? Um... No, I mean, it was like, hey, like, we have this date. And then it was like, are you down? I'm like, of course. And then um, then the sheet got put out or however, you know, got put out saying, like, what the matches the lineup was going to be. And I saw it was them, and I knew it was, you know, I've wrestled Myron multiple times. I wrestled Jordan multiple times. And, you know, I've teamed with Tasha. So I was like, oh, we got this one in the bag. And it, <laughs> I, honestly, a really good match, in my opinion. I thought we killed it. Yeah, it was a very good match. And... Like I said, bro, like, it looks like you've been doing this since March. Like, you didn't, you're not missing Thank any you. steps. So, like, take it from me, man. I got you. I got your back, bro. I got you. Appreciate that. <laughs> anytime, man. Anytime. Um, another question we have from a nerd is, how will independent wrestling be different post-COVID? You know what? I don't feel like I'm qualified to answer that question. Uh, <laughs> just because... I don't know. You know, I'm not running shows. You probably have to ask somebody who's running shows, but I know that, you know, once there's a, until there's a vaccine that they're, you know, pretty adamant on social distancing and making sure that everyone's wearing a mask. And the good thing about it is, though, is we all had to get um, negative COVID tests. So we all had to show a test within 72 hours of the event showing that we're negative for for covid which i think is actually a big deal which is a, a huge step forward um into making sure that you know the wrestlers are safe um and i know that they have like certain i think they do temps at the door with uh, yeah. a little temp gun so i think they were doing like temp guns at the door um making sure everybody was cool and, and safe 
So I think that's really what it is right now is that they're working, making sure everybody's safe. Because, you know, look at, like, the NBA and things like that, you know. The MLB. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, even baseball. No fans are allowed. So, like, I think wrestling is, I mean, obviously not WWE because they're, you know, even more strict. But wrestling, especially independent wrestling, is taking a huge step forward and making things back to, to some sort of, like, normalcy. Yeah, exactly, and I love it. I don't think I mentioned, man, like you said about WWE with fans. I was supposed to go to SummerSlam. I was supposed to go for the whole weekend. Damn, it's in Boston, right? Boston, yeah, man, it's in Boston. Yeah, oh yeah. So I think, uh, Beyond was gonna do like a show or something like that. See, I would have like, went to that yeah, too. Like a WrestleMania weekend type oh, of thing. Oh my god, making me. Oh, that sucks, man. I know, dude. Yeah, it, does. it does. I remember I bought my tickets. Before I bought them the day before March Mayhem. I remember. And I was like, I'm going to SummerSlam. I'm going to everything. I spent five hundred dollars on all four shows for the whole weekend. Canceled. Oh, yeah, take over and, yep. yeah, everything. Damn. And StubHub will not give me my money back. I need to. Wow. Yeah, they 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 changed. I guess StubHub changed their policy during COVID. They're like, we're not gonna give you your money uh, back, but we'll give you a coupon for one hundred twenty percent off. I'm uh, like, fuck that. I want my money back. Yeah, it's because like who knows when the next time they're gonna have live events in general. So like, where are you gonna use that money, or are you gonna use that StubHub credit? Is it not nowhere? I mean, it's like the this, hell? <laughs> this is next year. I'm like, yo, like, what's gonna happen if like there's nothing until next year? Oh, well, I'm fucked. Oh my god. Yeah, it sucks, man. It yeah, sucks, bro. but so I I had a hard time watching SummerSlam and all the shows this week. I'm like, no, last you weekend. Been there, right? I should have been there. I should have. Should have been there. Should have been to Boston, living it up. But of course, you know all this shit happens. But it is what it is. Uh, it, it's yeah. for the best, you know. Like everything happens for a reason, you know. Just keep everybody safe. Exactly, exactly, man. Yo, Christian, thank you so much for coming on today, man. I really yeah, do man. appreciate the time me. that you were able to do this. Of course, bro. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course, bro. Uh, before we sign off, man, drop some plugs. Where can the nerds find the top talent? Yep. Um, okay. So just today, I changed my Instagram handle to the real top talent. Um, so it's at the real top talent. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Uh, it's not the. It's at real top talent. <laughs> real so, top talent. All right. Jesus. It's only been a couple hours. Give me. Give me some slack, bro. Um, <laughs> it's all good. At real top talent on Instagram, and then I'm still on Twitter as Kill for Nova, um, but I'm getting ready to change that soon. So. Um, but you can find me on those two things. I don't really use Facebook anymore, um, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to get better at keeping up with people on Twitter and on Instagram. So you can follow me on that. There you go, nerds. Definitely go check out the top talent, Christian Casanova. Christian, man, thanks again so much. I definitely hope to see you sooner rather than later. But until then, man, just stay safe and wash those hands. Absolutely. You too, Justin. Hey, thanks, man. Anytime, bro. Have a good night. You too, bro. Thanks. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.